0: Here we are, it's me again, it is your main man, Burge, episode 26 of the Personal Trainer Daily. Thanks for being here, thanks for watching and listening. That's right, I'm putting the full episode live out on our channels today, including my sound mixing, a little hand here, wandering down to, to change the audio levels, you can actually see me in real time doing this now. Does it turn you on? Does it turn you on? at least a little bit? Come on, come on. Anyway, uh, today, today's episode, I just finished a Facebook Live on this very topic and I wanted to make a more succinct version for you to watch and to, to listen to on the podcast about my journey into hypothyroidism. If you're interested in a bit more nitty gritty detail, then watch the Facebook video. It's got a lot of detail there and also screenshots of the blood tests that I put up as well. Before I really get started in this, I think it's very important to acknowledge the fact that you guys, if you're interested in this topic, um, then you need to speak to an endocrinologist. If you're interested in your own story, then a blood test with your GP or somebody who specialises in this is absolutely the way to go. I'm not a specialist in endocrinology, but what I am a specialist in is my own lived experience and the things that led up to me having this, uh, this condition And what I'm doing about it now, how it impacts training, how it impacts nutrition, how it impacts fat loss and kind of where I'm at with stuff. So I think it's important to create a global view of my life and where hypothyroidism fit into it. Because if you've got that, it allows you to look at all the things as one rather than me saying, look, I had hypothyroidism. I've taken my meds, got in a calorie deficit and I've won. Hurrah. Uh, There's more to it than that. The conditions and lifestyle circumstance that led me to have this are obviously less than optimal. It's a self-created condition in my case, undoubtedly. For the last four years, I've really struggled juggling the responsibilities of having not one but two businesses, which have got a lot of clients in. And Look, I'm in a service industry. These people matter a huge amount to me. Uh, having the business, financial pressures and staff and all that kind of stuff, having two beautiful little girls my role in life has changed. My number one job in the entire world now is being a great dad and a great husband and a great son and a great brother, a great friend. And all these things kind of got on top of me and and fitness and nutrition just wasn't the priority that it probably should have been, but it wasn't. We are where we are, right? There's no point in dwelling on kind of the situation that I, I found myself in. But the start of this year I noticed a a big change in how I was recovering from exercise I wasn't training that consistently but when I trained it left me like simple sessions things I used to find easy were left like leave me feeling beaten up and even more tired you know how exercise should uplift you and allow you to have more energy and you feel more in control and more assertive and all these things that come with it this wasn't happening for me so I knew my weight was a little bit up, so I started trying to, uh, let's, let's go the other way, let's train smart and sensibly, get my daily steps up to like 10,000, the arbitrary figure of 10,000, and I'll get in the calorie deficit. So I got myself in a calorie deficit, I, I worked out my maintenance calories, using a calorie calculator, double checked it against another calorie calculator, and found out what I thought was a very, very um, sensible 10% calorie deficit just to try and get things nudging forward lose a bit of fat look a bit better make me feel a bit better off we go that makes sense right but alongside this doing this I was like I needed to start taking naps for the first time in my life like Sunday afternoons would come I'd fall asleep on the sofa that's time where it's ring fence for the girls man it's ring fence my babies and I was too tired to do anything that made me feel like an inferior father right it's not what my life is about, and as a result of that, like I thought, well, I can't get my ten thousand steps in. That's easy. Walking my dog a little bit further, and then that's a that's a good place to be. So half hour a day of intentional walking, quite brisk, out in the fresh air. That did make me feel good, but then I, I just the exercise, the deficit, like the motivation, needing to take naps. Alongside this, my concentration and mood has started diminished as well, and. I knew kind of new things weren't quite, quite right, but I muddled on and keep trying my 10% deficit plus 10,000 steps, plus pretty regular training. Although I was feeling beaten up and tired and just not at the races, weight didn't do anything. I was 103.4 kilograms, uh, 103.4 kilograms. And my weight wasn't coming down a 10% deficit. This is still like my maintenance calories is quite, uh, that weight is quite a lot but my weight wasn't coming down. I was like, oh, not feeling better from training. I'm in a deficit, but my weight's not coming down. I know I'm tracking accurately. I'm smart enough to know what that looks like. I'm being honest with myself. There's nothing going wrong here that means I shouldn't be losing weight, and I wasn't losing weight. So alongside this, the concentration, the mood, the tiredness, the lack of recovery from exercise that should be recoverable from, um, it, it, nothing was quite right. And then the final straw was, I noticed my erection quality had changed as well. It's not like I had a problem getting, it, getting the old boy up, but when it's up, it's like, there's no feeling, it's, you know, this not feeling right. There's something not quite right here. So you look at kind of symptoms, you think, right, there's something going on. I'm 38. Do I need TRT? Is this testosterone thing? All of these symptoms, like struggling to lose fat, Decreased concentration, decreased mood, decreased ability to recover from exercise. And now I've got this going on as well. This has got to be a testosterone thing. Must be. So I had some blood tests done and was firmly expecting doctors to come back and say, Here's your injection, son. Stab yourself, you'd be feeling better in a week. And um I didn't really want to take injections the rest of my life, but with these things, we are where we are. We are where we are. And uh as a result of that, I got my blood test done. And my testosterone, and I'm going to like just call up my, my blood tests now and I'm going to explain them to you. I'm not going to show you on screen. I'm going to show you, I'm going to explain to you to, to them now. So my testosterone back when I got started should have been, so my normal ranges, if I give you just some normal ranges to work with, uh, testosterone should be in a range between 8.64 and 29. My testosterone level was 17.70. My free testosterone, which is a more important one, uh, should be between 0.2 and 0.62, and mine is 0.337. So I'm not chronically low in either. In fact, I'm in the normal range for both. So why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling this way, doc? Then we look at prolactin, and that's a hormone that can impact the production of other hormones if it's too high. My prolactin is, well, the range should be 86 three, two, four. That's a normal range, 86 to three, two, four. My prolactin was six, four, seven, double outside the normal range. So I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. And as I, the, the, the big goal here is diagnosis. If I've got a diagnosis, I can fight this thing, regardless of what it is. It gives me facts. It gives me something to nerd out on, gives me something to defeat. No matter what it is, I can do this if I know what I'm fighting now. And don't forget, the things that led me up to here, decreased concentration, decreased mood, decreased motive like decreased motivation for everything, decreased recovery from exercise, decreased willingness to stick to nutrition on an ongoing basis, and then erection quality was also diminished. Things were not going the way that they should across the board. Things were not going right. So uh I got my diagnosis and I got put onto levothyroxine to try and improve things. And I thought being on levothyroxine, like I'm just an impatient person anyway. I'm a motivated, impatient person. I just want to get on with things. And uh, as a result of that, my um, like I got given meds and I didn't really notice any difference for a little while. But one thing I knew for a fact is that having hypothyroidism, uh, my perception of what a calorie deficit was for me, it was was all wrong. The 10% wasn't enough. So I tried 20%. Scales still didn't move. And then uh, I found that I needed to be in a 25% calorie deficit to start seeing the scales move in a positive manner. Uh, Alongside this, the the issue that I had is a 25% deficit is no, for me, no way to live life. It was just no way to live life whatsoever. So I needed to do it from uh, not just an intake perspective, but predominantly an expenditure perspective. I bumped my steps up. From uh, 10,000 up to 17,000 per day on average. Might sound like quite a lot, but don't forget, in the midst of lockdown, it was easy to accomplish. I've got a beautiful Labrador. He doesn't mind plodding along for a little while. So I started finding more nature walks. A massively important thing on this is that the, the 90 minutes per day that I'd take him on a walk, the dog on a walk, I was seeing parts of the countryside I'd never seen before. I was out in the sunshine, vitamin D. I started to get a tan. I started to feel better in myself, Those 90 minutes was a time where I tackled my own headspace, my own demons, my own thoughts on things, and I sought self control. Whether or not the medication was working or not, which I'm sure it it, it was, and we'll come to that in a minute, the medication was working, but more importantly, I was taking time to handle myself. I was outside in the fresh air, loving the countryside, great relation, a better relationship with my dog. He's not the easiest soul in the world, is Big Dennis. And things were starting to move in the right direction. From a training perspective, I needed to put like micro deposits in the bank account every day from training. Um, So what I did is I decided I was going to train Monday through to Friday and split my weekly training volume between five sessions. It meant my sessions were short and I was able to recover from them. Now, the idea was I pushed myself to like a seven or an eight out of 10 in those sessions. Pushed myself quite hard, but not hard, hard not like no pain, no gain hard. Things were warm. i take one or two sets close to failure on each exercise um, and then have back off sets. So my training volume and my training sessions, I got really nerdy on it and thought, right, if I've got, let's say I could only do three sessions per week. For me, I'd have to put so much into that session to create a hypertrophy effect. And don't forget my testosterone is quite low, not chronically low, but quite low already So me creating contractile muscle tissue out of nothing is not going to be very easy. It's not going to be the easiest thing in the world whatsoever. So I need to try hypertrophy and try and stimulate growth. Even if I don't get it, I've got to try because I don't want things going worse. So I decided that the best thing for me was to work on a frequency model, split my volume throughout the week, work quite hard each day. And the big goal was recovery and it worked like it's worked quite well so I've been more consistent in training than I have been for ages but I think that's partly due to my walks getting my headspace in the right place partly due to my meds and partly due to seeing progress as well like my weight started dropping down which is good so my start weight was 103.4 and now my current weight is uh just well it's, it's 94.1 or two give or take I have a sipping my drink it's gonna be 94.3 <laughs> You know, so I've lost the best part of 10 kilograms, which is great. And the way in which that makes me appear, like when I see myself, hello, you in the mirror, you know, is it's little things. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie. Um, so the walks have done a great thing. The deficit needs to be 25%, but I've taken care of that partly through a reduction in food, but mostly through an increase in exercise activity that's easy to recover from, which made me walk. Some days I got my training intensity a little bit wrong and therefore my walks, I had to avoid hills. Sometimes I walked too fast, and uh, I walked up hills and got a march on and really pushed myself and got my breathing up and got my legs burning. The next day, my training quality was awful. So I had a real big issue with training recovery. So keeping going that way um, was just a continual learning process. But Because I had a known diagnosis and a known enemy, I was able to do it roll on six weeks later, my prolactin had dropped from uh, from the 647 mark down to uh, four. Wow, what was it? Let's have a look. My prolactin dropped to 474. So 200 points down, which is going the right direction. But most importantly, like I say, I knew my training was going the right way. My weight was coming down. My um, concentration and mood were much better. And all of these things culminated in me approaching the world a different way. But the things that you have to bear in mind, if you're um, if you've got hypothyroidism as a diagnosis, is it can't be just a you need to eat this for this outcome. It's not a you do this exercise or you have to train this amount of times per week. The thing you have to absolutely bear in mind is what can you recover from, but do frequently. What should your deficit be? And how can you manipulate that so that it's not all coming from energy intake and you can increase energy expenditure, ideally through um, very easy to recover from activity like walking? If you do that, there's no reason I believe that you shouldn't be able to make similar progress to what I've done. So, the last little thing I wanted to touch on was have I got my training right? Now, my training for me absolutely is right because on my in body, now I know in bodies aren't 100% accurate. But of the near 10 kilograms I've lost, of that, my muscle mass, my skeletal muscle mass on in-body has stayed almost exactly the same. So my loss of weight has come pretty much directly from fat mass and uh, decreased water mass. So my contractile tissue is what it was. So I know that my training intensity, volume, frequency, split the way it is that I know I can recover from so I can make micro deposits each day is in a good place. Now, for some people listening to this, you might think, well, that's all good and well for you. You can go to the gym five times a week and do all these walks because you've got a dog and you live in the countryside. What do I do? The answer to that is do what you can do. For me, the biggest reason why I wanted to tackle this is because if things got worse, what happens then? What happens if my, let's start with the erection quality, what with my sexual health diminished more? what then? What would that do with my relationship with my wife? If my energy decreased more, what about playing with my kids? What about the relationship with my colleagues at work, my friends, my family? If things go backwards, what next? So I decided to tackle this head on and devote this. So if I was looking at this from somebody who worked in an office-based job, working Monday to Friday, the the first thing I'd say is, what about your energy expenditure? If you start work at nine, get up at six, go for a walk. I know it's going to be dark. I know it's going to be cold. I know it's going to be freezing sometimes, but you know what? I'd rather you were cold a little bit for an hour a day than you not have the energy in your life that you should. You know, you've got to start somewhere. When it comes to training, there are home workouts you can do in 15, 20 minutes per day, as long as you are not doing the hit stuff all the time. We're going to find something that you can recover from on a daily basis where you put micro deposits in the bank every single day, whether it's the gym or at home. Some sessions will feel super easy. Some sessions won't, but you're going to do something each day to keep that level of control. That's where we should be. That's what we should do. That's us done. A longer one today. The longest podcast I've done, and I've also put it on video for you so you can watch that. Thank you very much for listening. If you're listening to us on podcast form and you enjoyed this, please leave me a review. It means the world. If you're watching this in video form, please feel like you are able to comment on this with your own personal experiences or send me an email to chris at I really appreciate the time you've taken listening to me today. Thank you. Goodbye.